What are your dating regrets? Getting so caught up in the fun early stages of the relationship and planning activities for dates that I forgot to just relax and be myself. Take it a week at a time and see how things went. Pretty sure it made me seem too pushy, so things didn't end very well for me. Lesson learned. Chill the F out. The holy trinity of bad dating. One, not listening when they told me they weren't interested. Two, not listening when they told me they were crazy. Three, not listening to myself when I realized I didn't want to be with someone anymore. This is the first time I've ever spelled it out for myself like this, and I think I'm seeing a pattern. Well, I admittedly hid some of my hobbies and interests because I was scared they looked dorky. As soon as I stopped hiding it, I met my partner. Don't be afraid to show your hobbies or your interests to your girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other, whatever. Just, you know, if they like you, they like you for who you are. And if they don't like you because of something as silly as a hobby or an interest that you have, then they don't really like you. Not taking chances with various girls and women throughout my life when I had the opportunities to. And I didn't try to date more in my early 20s, and now I'm in my mid-30s with a combined relationship experience of a little over a year. I basically have the romantic intelligence of a 16-year-old. Shooting more shots and being way more confident in my 20s. I was a very good-looking guy with very low self-esteem. Funny to look back at now I'm 46. So far, my biggest regret was moving halfway across the country with someone, and when I was struggling to adjust to that location, they refused to move a few hours for me to a different location. That really hurt. Felt like I gave up so much for them, and it turns out they wouldn't do the same for me. I'll never move for love again. Another thing about this relationship, and a warning to others, is that if a person says they hadn't spent enough time being single before y'all got together, just break it off so they can do their thing. While it might be hard to give up on something good, the feeling of regret for not getting to experience more opportunities and meet more people will constantly be in the back of their head. I could go on, but the point is to have clear communication. That also means that if someone tells you something, actually listen. Listen to what they're saying and don't just hear what you want to hear. I always used to say, always give them at least one date to make their case and you can decide after if you want to continue. Some people are so, obviously, a walking red or black flag of personality issues that even a single afternoon will be too much time to waste. Just decline and move on. 2. Don't stay with someone because of how they used to make you feel or because you owe them for something they did a long time ago. Staying in a dying relationship doesn't make breaking up later any better and doesn't make you happy now. Also, not my personal mess up, but marriage and or kids won't fix a weak relationship. If it's dying and nobody really cares, get it over with and move on. Number three, not mine, but I've seen it firsthand enough. Some people have issues, and while these aren't deal breakers themselves, you shouldn't enter into a dating relationship for the purpose to be free of therapy or to fix them slash date people that will fix you. People need to be in a place where they are able to date others, not go looking for someone to fix them or prey on broken people. And if you are with someone that becomes too much baggage, you can stay to help, you can leave if it gets above your pay grade, but you have to make sure you are taken care of too. I give this a 7 out of 10. Solid advice. The fact that I'm not very good at it. Giving my best to the wrong person. Letting them get away with bad behaviors. Being overly romantic and giving to someone who doesn't do the same. Overly apologizing even when I didn't do anything inherently wrong. Begging someone to stay. I screwed over someone who truly loved me. Pushed her away when it was my time to step up. I'll regret that for the rest of my life. She was such a catch. 
Married now. I should have been more open about my feelings with those I was interested in back around high school and early adulthood because I'm pretty sure a few may have been interested in me, but things just never got started. I should have cut communication once I found out she had been cheating on me since the start of our relationship, instead of doing some on-again, off-again bullcrap for a decade or so. You know, as someone who's personally witnessed very many on-again, off-again relationships, they are one of the most frustrating things to bear witness to, especially when your friend goes from top of the world to as low as can possibly be in such a short amount of time. And now, I'm not saying that people can't make mistakes in relationships, get back together, and then, you know, actually learn from that mistake and be better, but, you know, you need to have a certain degree of self-awareness and recognize what the actual issues are. Like, if you're sat at home, you're like, damn, I want to get back with my girl, or damn, I want to get back with my man, just have a freaking anime character arc for at least five months or something. Think about what the actual issues were. Think about yourself. Think about them. Judge whether or not it's worth it. Let that anime character arc really set in, you know? Despite many warnings from people trying to help me, I put all my eggs in the same basket. Married young and devoted myself to someone thinking that devotion would always be reciprocated. But apparently people change even if you don't. Always be prepared for the other shoe to drop, I guess is my advice. Kind of cynical, I know, but recent experiences taught me a lesson I never wanted to learn. Went on a really great date recently. We really hit it off. We were at this bar until closing, just talking. He wanted to come back to mine, and I thought, hey, he seems really sweet, and we are having a lot of fun together. Why not? He stays up for hours talking and laughing, and we wind up doing it. We continued talking even after that, and we were up until 6 a.m. The next day, I wrote, Hey, had a great time. I'd be happy to see you again. And he said he also had a great time and how fun I was, but he didn't want to date because he didn't feel it. I was sad, but you can't help it. I asked if he wanted to be friends, and days go by. He ends up just reading the message. No response. I know it's a stereotype for men to do this kind of thing, but I actually have never experienced this before. I've only had guys be real upfront and honest or I could tell they were just trying to get in my pants. So now I'm left embarrassed and feel slightly used. So I regret that. Dating someone who always wanted things their way, my life scheduled around what they wanted to do, thinking they would change and it would balance out in time. They were selfish and self-centered. That was a core issue, not a scheduling one. I wish I would never have been exposed to this hookup culture, being made to believe that once I was of legal drinking age that I need to go and have one-night stands, etc. I'm so numb inside that I just continue to date and I don't know how to attach. I'm pretty convinced at this point I wouldn't know love if it slapped me in the face. Well, that is, uh, ooh, jeez. That made me kind of sad. I had not one, not two, but three girls I had huge crushes on out their feelings for me on the last day of high school before moving on to college elsewhere, essentially saying, you should have asked me out. Never could pick up on signals. Ended up meeting my wife and mother of my three kids almost 15 years now on a dating app after college, so it all worked out for the better. That I should have jumped at the chance with my current girlfriend six years ago. We went to the movies as friends and I really liked her. She casually asked me if I actually wanted to date her. I said that she was a catch, but I was too old for her. I really didn't want to be the creepy older guy. So we are now together six years later because I at least had enough social skills not to mess up the friendship in the meantime.
Dating someone I liked the idea of but not being into them. She was a professional, a grown adult who could communicate her desires. She was enthusiastic about SX and very much enjoyed one another's company. We would have been fantastic friends with benefits. I just wasn't that into her and she was into me. I knew it, but rather than being fair to her and ending it on transitioning to a friends with benefits situation, I kept it going. Eventually, she dumped me because she was jealous of my female friend. Nothing was going on, but she recognized that they were harming her mental health and didn't want to put up with seeing photos of me hanging out with them. I don't regret anything because I believe you make the choices right for you at the time based on the information you are presented with. Dating her taught me that it's not fair to treat people like that, and I was voluntarily single for five years, rather than date people I was only casually interested in. I learned a lot from her, so no regrets, but I do wish I had ended it better. Being too afraid to look like a fool. Only dated superficially, so dated lots of women I didn't actually have things in common with. Invented a single me and a boyfriend me. Do not do this. Always ended up being a boy toy and not a boyfriend and not speaking up about it. My biggest dating regret is expecting the character of my dating options to be better than my own level of personal development. I guess this person means that they always expected the person they were dating to be more mature or just know better than them. I'm not quite sure what they mean. Like, I feel like I've got an inkling of what they are talking about, but I I'm not quite there. Chasing. As a woman, pursuing men always felt wrong, but sadly, I've always had to do it because I'm painfully average and invisible. I could stand in front of a beige wall and you'd only see a beige wall. It leads to nothing great anyway. I always end up with someone who's desperately in love with, you guessed it, a very beautiful woman I will never be like. I am someone you pick only if you've made peace with the fact that the one you want will never be yours, so you've decided to settle for less. Dating is absolutely crap for me. If I knew that I'd have to do all the chasing and all the work and all the pathetic attempts to be the best version of myself, which still isn't good enough, I'd have never dated a man. Being alone and asexual isn't all that bad. Okay, you I feel very bad for because it sounds like your confidence has been utterly crushed, and I don't believe anyone deserves to feel that way, especially about their physical appearance, which you just can't help. I had several relationships with very insecure and unstable people with a lot of mental illnesses, and I can say out of all of the crap that I lived through so far, these relationships were the absolute worst part of it. I was always just too open-minded and tolerant, especially knowing how hard life can be with aforementioned issues, and didn't want to close the door to the potential person of my life. But after my last disaster of a partner, I don't even have enough trust in other people left to consider a relationship with them. I slightly regret hamming it up so much in the video earlier on because, damn, this is getting, like, kind of dire and sad. I tried dating two girls once. I couldn't handle splitting my emotions, so I dumped one and committed to the other. That girl dumped me and the other girl wouldn't date me again. Comedy. Oh, also I remember bringing girls to my room when I was younger, them laying in my bed with me and me not doing anything because I was just a little too respectful. Didn't end up with the vast majority of them. One even bluntly commented on how I should have made moves. Cringe, man. I matched with this girl on Tinder a few years back. In our conversation, she told me she was on a temporary visit in the country and that she's staying at a hotel. We agreed we'd meet outside the hotel and go for a drink of coffee at a nearby Starbucks. When I reached the front of the hotel, she didn't exactly walk out of the hotel, but in fact, someone had dropped her at the hotel. That was the first red flag. As I greet her and introduce myself, I suggest we walk for a bit and make our way to Starbucks, but she was adamant of a nearby cafe that she's pointing 
pointed out across the street, and I was like, okay, sure, why not? The rest of the day was comprised of just getting to know her and what she's doing here on a visit, and while this was happening, she proceeded to order wine numerous times and kept walking back and forth to the restroom. Second red flag. And by the end of our two-hour-long date, the bill came, and I presume it was going to be at least a 100-plus billing, but to my shock, it ended up costing me $560 plus, and I reluctantly paid for it as it is customary where I'm from that guys pay the bill if you're the one who invited the person to the date. And when the bill was paid, she wanted to go clubbing, and I told her, sure, let's meet tomorrow night and go, but I just ended up blocking her and deleting her contact info. I found out later that this is a common scam that happens in my country, and apparently the cafe and her are both in cahoots. She drags in the victims, and the cafe artificially inflates the prices of their menu to overcharge me. The worst part? This was the first date I ever went on, and it took a lot of courage for me to put myself out there. And after that date, it freaking broke me, and I felt so violated that I haven't gone on a date since. Not dating in my 20s, for one. My early life was something of a sob story because of a butthole doctor in my teens. I had a serious, life-threatening illness when I was a teenager, but we caught it in time and treated it. But this doctor told my mom point-blank right in front of me, You realize he's going to die from this, right? This kid won't live to see 30. This will probably come back and we won't be able to treat it. Mom fired him from my case after that and a few horrible missteps of bedside manner. I'm 44 by the way and fine. It never came back, but it screwed me up for years. I lived my late teens and twenties like I was gonna die soon. I didn't invest anything in my life. I lived it up. I partied. I screwed around a lot. Why would I bother getting into a relationship if I was going to die? I mean, sure, I dated a couple times, but nothing more than a couple months. And the problem was, I got so used to being alone and self-sufficient that when I got into my thirties, I tried to date more. But lacked a lot of relationship skills and just really struggled being a part of a couple being a partner cheating don't do it kids it's not worth it i've loved four women in my life and not a single one of them would look my way and knowing it's my fault makes it 100 times worse i'm sorry amanda not researching the guy first there was a guy i went on a few dates with last year really liked him he ended up dating someone else a few nights ago i decided to find out his last name because he never told me when i found out his last name and looked him up online i found articles about how he sexually assaulted a seven-year-old girl he was babysitting the dude only served four months i dodged an absolute missile god damn it where are the gary plochets of the world when you need them I'm 22 and I have yet to date anyone, so I guess my biggest regret in dating would be not having dated anyone. I suffered something I've always called the weirdness, which is me bottling things up and ending up in major anxious episodes which have destroyed relationships and made some very difficult. It also created either an over-attachment or rejection of people. My style is anxious preoccupied attachment, and it's the first time in 46 years I've been able to give the weirdness a proper name. I regret not hooking up with women before meeting my boyfriend. I feel like he's the one, got me, so I will never know what it's like to sleep with a woman and it does make me sad sometimes. I also feel like a threesome would ruin our relationship, so that's out of the question. You know, that's absolutely wonderful. I'm really happy that you think this guy is the one and, um, good luck running away from your gay thoughts. Taking back my ex after she cheated. Don't ever do that. It'll never be the same.
So, so many, either not understanding that they're not interested or worse, not understanding that they are interested. I could have lost my virginity years before if my teenage brain wasn't immune to logic and not so subtle hints. On the other hand, I'm beginning to be a believer of the theory that somehow my life is how it should be. If I had gotten together with that sexy girl that threw herself at me when my friend wanted to leave, I probably would have been a father at 19, which never in my life looked or looks as a good idea. I have too many. One is simply that I took too long to start doing it and then wasn't very good at it and struggled with it for years. I didn't date in high school or even try and then in college I found myself getting a little older and having none of the experience that most of my peers seem to have. I eventually ended up in a relationship with an older 30-ish woman with kids. I want to be clear, I don't think that relationship was in any way exploitive but it just wasn't right for me in the long run and I never had the experience of having a normal college girlfriend. Maybe it was out of reach for me. I don't know. After that, there were a lot of dry spells. Not just SX-wise, in terms of dating. It eventually worked out and I'm married, but I just wish the road there was easier. I don't know why I needed to go through so many rough, lonely patches. There is a particular situation that haunts me, though. I had a date that went well. We were both in our mid-twenties. To set the stage here, a lunch-slash-coffee date turned into, hey, let's walk around for a while, which turned into going to an art museum, which eventually turned into getting dinner because we'd spent a lot of the day together. We seemed to have a good vibe, and I thought things were going really well. Unfortunately, because of what you can infer from my first paragraph about my own timidity with dating, I eventually sought out a lot of advice, mostly on the internet, that turned out to be not great. I had been used to asking girls if they wanted me to kiss them at the end of a date, but I'd gotten the feedback that a lot of women would find that to be too timid compared to just going for it and therefore a turnoff, that it seemed too weak. So I finally reasoned, hey, this is going well, as we went to the train and departed. I leaned in and kissed her. After I pulled back, I realized she was mortified. We walked away, but since our respective trains were not showing up yet, I decided to walk back to her and ask if she was okay. She explained that while she was okay, she was incredibly embarrassed because she had never been kissed before. I felt horrible. The train station was hardly the best setting for someone's first kiss, but also I hadn't realized she was so nervous about it and may not have wanted to do it that quickly. We talked a bit afterwards, but our messaging eventually petered out. A lot of friends, including women, told me that while, yes, I probably should have asked, I shouldn't feel too bad about it, and that it was probably just her embarrassment that it may have even been a relief for her in the long run that she got it over with. But, I still feel horrible and still wish sometimes I could find her again and apologize. Asking a 22-year-old who looked like Nicole Kidman if I could use her back door, the next day she slapped me and never spoke to me again. Oh my. Trying to be the cool GF. As a teenage girl in the dating world, people see setting boundaries as the crazy GF who doesn't let their partner do anything. So I wanted to refrain from that as far as possible because I was 15 going on 16 trying to impress this 18-year-old. Boy, was I wrong. We needed those boundaries. I let him walk all over me so much for the first six months of our relationship that setting up boundaries in later time was a lot harder and frustrating for both of us. I'm now 17 turning 18, and even though it's only been two years, I'm really happy with my progression and sense of awareness. 
So many signals I didn't respond to because I thought, what if I'm wrong? One, persevering too long with someone who wasn't good to me because even though he treated me terribly, we could have so much fun together. Two, then having learned my lesson, persevering too long with someone who was good to me because even though we never had much fun together, he treated me well. Finally, I realized that I had overcorrected and I met my husband who both treats me well and who I can have fun with. Plenty of other guys in there too, but... I don't regret any of them. I regret taking my early dating life so seriously. We all know we're not marrying our high school partners. I should have prioritized my enjoyment of fleeting opportunities when they presented themselves because 40-year-old me isn't getting the chance to make out with Amanda Davino under the bleachers at the Friday night football game ever again. My regrets were that I struggled with social anxiety and depression during my prime years, so I forfeited much of the fun, i.e. dating, sx, relationships, that I likely would have otherwise had if I were not so marginalized by those issues. My late teens and all through my 20s and 30s were dull blur. Kids, it's important you don't waste your life, and I don't mean do dangerous, stupid things. You should still think about what you're doing, but for the love of God, don't waste your life. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. Linked in the description below.